0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Stunt Show here on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Thursday evening, the 21st of February. Tannis Esther, the fast uh, should be uh, just about over any time now. So I hope it was a good day for you. And uh, of course, we now have that Great moment when Tanisester becomes not Purim, because of course Purim is not until Motzahi Shabbos. So, in the meantime, we're all in a holding pattern and getting ready for the big day. Hi, everyone. My name is Mayor Fertig. Welcome to the Stunt Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. It's the uh, recurring program hosted by a rotating series of hosts, all of whom are uh, interesting characters in their own right. I refer to my colleagues Jordan B. Gorfinkel and Mark Zamek and Daniel Gordon week after week, bringing you The Stunt Show here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have uh, an interesting show planned for you today as well, I hope. Our guest coming up a little bit later is Hannah Farkas of the uh, Orthodox Union's Department of Community Engagement, talking about a very interesting program that's coming up, uh, courtesy of the Orthodox Union, in just a couple of uh, months, I guess that is. But uh, planning is underway now, and if you're in a... uh, in a community that uh, could potentially take part in this. You'll want to know about this now as opposed to a couple of months from now. So we'll bring you uh, Hannah Farkas to talk to us about that in a little while. We'll bring you a little bit of Purim music uh, just to uh, get everybody in the mood. And, of course, this program is probably going to be replayed on Purim if the uh, usual schedule holds. And uh, certainly hope that you'll stay with us throughout the hour. Here at the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. So something that caught my eye in the news. Uh, this was uh, a serious, very serious subject, but this is funny. So since that uh, appeals right to the sweet spot of what makes me laugh, uh, I thought I would share it with you as well. Um, you've you've no doubt been aware of the uh, of the uh, the quest for. Uh, for uh, Secretary of Defense uh, to to fill the spot of Secretary of Defense with former Senator Chuck Hagel, uh, you're no doubt aware of this, and uh, aware that this is a controversial matter that Republicans have been trying to block the appointment by the president. So uh, there was a a little uh, a little media kerfuffle a couple of days ago uh, about uh, th- that said that Hagel. And supposedly uh, been very friendly with a foreign terrorist group purportedly called Friends of Hamas. Sounds almost like a Jewish organization. Friends of Hamas. Anyway, so it turns out that a reporter for Breitbart.com was suckered into believing that this was a real terrorist group, but it's not. Apparently, this guy, citing Senate sources, claimed that one of the reasons that President Barack Obama's nominee has not turned over requested documents on his sources of foreign funding is that one of the names listed is a group purportedly called Friends of Hamas. This is according to Gawker.com. Within days, the terrifying name was on the lips of every right-wing blogger and media personality in the country. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul called this very troubling. (laughs) So it turns out... This was a joke. A Daily News reporter named Dan Friedman told the Daily News, I am, it seems, the creator of the Friends of Hamas myth. He said he called up a source to get some dirt on Hegel, only to find out a few days later... (laughs) (laughs) that he'd really started something. Because he he said to the source, had Hegel given a speech to say the Junior League of Hezbollah or what about the Friends of Hamas? He said the names were so over the top, so linked to terrorism in the Middle East that it was clear I was talking hypothetically and hyperbolically. No one could take it seriously. But somebody did. (laughs) So, the Friends of Hamas, no, it does not really exist. Very entertaining. Um, On an equally serious but... uh, Somewhat closer to home subject. Friends don't let friends drink irresponsibly on Purim. I've seen these ads for years uh, from the Orthodox Union, and uh, this year I actually had the privilege of being involved in, uh, in getting them out there in my new role with the Orthodox Union as the Chief Communications Officer. So uh, I will... Uh, I will salute all the people at the Orthodox Union who were involved in that, particularly, of course, uh, Mrs. Malka Pearl, who uh, placed these ads in newspapers, and now she's going to be uh, forever a target of other people calling for for uh, the ads as well. Um, but you know, it's just one of those one of those things that happens, Mrs. Pearl. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, you're listening to the Stunt Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Furtick. Thank you for tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. We're about five minutes in. A little bit uh, later in the show, we'll speak to Hannah Farkas, who is uh, with the OU's Department of Community Engagement. That's coming up. But first, uh, we'll talk about one of the uh, OU communities out there, and this one uh, involves a man who has called himself the Chief Rabbi of Omaha, who I had the pleasure of meeting at uh, at Yeshiva University's Champions Gate Conference a number of months ago, and. That is Rabbi Jonathan Gross. Uh, Did I get that right? Did I actually just... uh, Yeah, Rabbi Jonathan Gross, he's with the Beth Israel Synagogue in Omaha, Nebraska. He has a blog called Rabbi in the Middle of America, Jewish stuff from the chief rabbi of the state of Nebraska. And you've heard of him probably because last year he sold his chametz to Warren Buffett. Yes, you remember that story. And this year, he was going to do it again, uh, but he said, he writes on his blog, this year I decided to introduce him to the holiday of Purim. And uh, he said that his wife, Miriam, made up two Mishloach Manot packages to give to Warren Buffett, one special for him, with items that he thought he knew he would enjoy, and the larger one, filled with the most needed items found on the website of the Food Bank for the Heartland and uh, he writes that he created this very these very large this very large package of things and the purpose of this was to encourage people to think about cleaning out their closets of chametz for Pesach a little bit differently than they have in the past he'd like uh, Rabbi gross that is would like to encourage people to take uh, packages that they find in uh, that are chametz that need to be disposed of that need to be sold that are traditionally sold and instead actually donate them to a food bank and uh and turn the process of cleaning the house out for, of chametz uh, before Pesach into something that also involves uh, tzedakah and charity and supporting the larger community. And that is a very nice idea. So uh, our hats off to... Uh To uh, Rabbi Jonathan Gross, the chief rabbi of the state of Nebraska, as well as to uh, Warren Buffett, who uh, was kind enough to play along. Apparently, as he handed him the package, he immediately handed it over to a representative of the food bank, who was present at their meeting a couple of days ago. And uh, that went very well. So, uh, hats off to all of them. There you go. You're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Fertig. Thank you for tuning in. It uh, is Thursday, the 21st of February, 2013. Tanis Esther, and I uh, hope your fast went well and that you are all ready for Purim this Motsari Shabbos Saturday night. Uh, let's uh, bring into the conversation... Uh, Hannah Farkas, a Cherry Hill, New Jersey native and a program associate for the Orthodox Union's Department of Community Engagement. Hannah, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me. Good,
0: it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for agreeing to come on the show. I know this is a little bit of a new experience for you, so it's part of the employee, as part of the, uh, employee, uh, part of the empo- employee training and, and development program. We're glad to give you the opportunity to do some radio. Uh, okay, that's not really why we're doing this, but uh, <laughs> in any event, um, you are, among the many projects that you are involved with, uh, is something that uh, I remember hearing about for the first time when I was um, publishing and, and editing a newspaper called The Jewish Star, where did a story about something called, now the, the, an OU project called uh, the Community Engagement Fair. Right. Right? Yeah. And it turns out that you're the person who runs that, and you're doing it again this year. And tell us what that is. Sure.
1: Um, so this year, um, this is the fourth year that we've done this program. It's called the um, OU's Jewish Homes and Job Relocation Fair.
0: That's the that's the formal name.
1: That's the full name, exactly. Okay. Um, it's taking place on April 21st this year at the Metropolitan Pavilion. Um, and what's great about this program is that every year it just keeps growing and growing. We started out with, I believe, 11 communities showcased in the YU gym. Mm-hmm um and we've moved up to about 38 this year.
0: And these communities come from where? From the New York area? Uh, no mayor, that's the point.
1: <laughs> no, there are some in the New York area, mm-hmm. but it is predominantly um all over the United States with, you know, Wisconsin coming, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you name it. We we've tried to get a community to come to showcase themselves.
0: And they're coming to convince people to do what?
1: They're looking to um, grow their communities. So they're looking to the New York area, which is a, a very big hub of Jewish life, to see if there are other people that are interested in relocating to to some other other communities.
0: So somebody who's tired of the rat race, tired of living in the metro area, maybe yeah. go to someplace quieter, nicer, calmer?
1: Yep. If you're looking uh, you know, to get out of the subway system or right. uh, traffic, it's, it's a great opportunity.
0: Wow. So, um, so you. this is the what number fair? The, what, what number uh, uh, of you know recurring episode of this fair? How many times have you done this?
1: Uh, this will be my second mm-hmm. working on, um, but we've had four altogether.
0: And the responses have been what? I mean, have you spoken to people who have been involved in, it in the past? What are some of the things people have said to you?
1: We've had an overwhelming response, which is why we keep having these programs. Um, a lot of people don't really know that there are communities out there other than the ones in the the tri-state area so it's um it's mind-boggling the number of phone calls that we get even during the years when we don't have the fair um and you know even when we do have it we've we had about 1200 people at the last fair which was um the biggest number we've had so far and we're we're hoping for a bigger one this year
0: so uh, just going back to something you said a moment ago. I mean we have all heard we have all heard and repeated jokes about people who don't realize that there's Jewish life, you know, either on the other side of the Hudson or beyond Teaneck. You're so you're saying there are people actually like that who don't realize that there are Jewish communities across the length and breadth of the United States.
1: Right, i I mean, obviously, people know that there are there is Jewish life outside of the New York area. <laughs> oh, so it's a
0: little bit of an exaggeration right, but they yeah. they
1: might not know that there is um, a community in Providence, Rhode Island, mm. or Las Vegas, Nevada. So the fact that they do have those options um, of different communities to look at it's it's really beneficial. Um, and believe it or not, a lot of these communities are offering incentives for people that are looking to move out of the New York area.
0: So what sort of incentives?
1: It it does vary based on the community. Some Mm -hmm. offer a year off of membership of the shul, um, day school tuition reduction, and, um, and some of them are even offering down payments on houses. Really?
0: Yeah. Down payments on houses. Now, probably in a lot of communities outside of the New York area, housing costs are much lower than they are in New York and New Jersey. Absolutely. Have you heard any prices that have really made you say, maybe I should go?
1: I actually brought my husband the last fair. Yeah. Um, we hadn't been married yet, and I said, find a community, see where you want to move. So I, I had him introduced to a bunch of the other places. It's it's always an option, and especially for mm-hmm. people that are maybe a little bit, um, you know, just starting out with their family or, right. or just starting out. So um, it's, it's definitely... It's mind-boggling, the the cost of living sometimes in the New York area. Right. So the opportunity to move out is is definitely there.
0: So you're from Cherry Hill originally, right? That's what you told me. So where's your husband from?
1: My husband's from Montreal.
0: Montreal. So you're really from a suburban place, and he's more of a a a city city. guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: So what, what was his reaction to all the different places that were presenting there?
1: He was definitely interested. Uh, it's We're not looking to stick around the New York area forever.
0: Right.
1: So um, we we do have different ideas of where we would want to live in the long run. But it's the fair is a great opportunity to, to see a bunch of different places, whether it's in a city life or a suburb. Um, that you're not going to necessarily get just by going to one place you get a very wide range of opportunities in one area and you get to pick and choose what's interesting to you
0: what are some of the things that the different communities um, choose to market about themselves what are the things that they consider are there things that communities across the board consider significant i guess probably a shul a mikvah obviously yeah i mean are there any and are there any ground rules minimum baseline stuff that a community has to have to participate.
1: Absolutely. Um, the the main thing that we do try to emphasize are job opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for someone to relocate without having some form of stability to, to keep them there. Right. So every community, we do stress, uh, they work very closely with the job board at the OU to help showcase the job opportunities that are available. Right. Um, and we, we do require from all of the communities that do come that they're uh, is a viable opportunity for people to to live a, a nice easy jewish life so mikvah era of um you know a, a shul and uh you know a, a community that would be able to have a minion is is crucial
0: those are the those are the baseline things
1: baseline, exactly. are there
0: any things that are particularly you know wow that community has x you should really know about this anything like that that comes to mind
1: um, I think that it's very important to have the day school opportunities, mm-hmm. and most of our communities do have that, or it's in very close proximity. Right. So, um, you know, some of them might have two or three options, which are very rare. Right. So that's uh, something that we, we do try to showcase as well.
0: What about pizza stores? You track pizza stores?
1: We do. We track pizza stores and Chinese food places and anything that's going to set the community apart. They they do try to showcase it.
0: They do. Yeah. Because um, to me that would be very important. I can't. I you know, you don't have Chinese, okay, but a pizza store? How could you live someplace <laughs> without a pizza store?
1: Exactly.
0: So, um, so that's very interesting. So how many how many communities? I mean, this is now early. I mean, we're in February and this is not till April, right? Right. So there's there's a nominal fee for for communities to sign up, right? Right. Is it five hundred dollars? Exactly. And what else does a community that is hearing about this now for the first time possibly? What else do they have to do to to, to uh, sign up for this?
1: Well, applications went out to all OU member schools mm-hmm. uh, starting in December, and acceptances have already gone out. So it is. We are going towards crunch time for the communities right. to prepare. Um, but if there is a community that is interested, they mm-hmm. are more than welcome to, to send me an email. It's um, Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, F like Frank, at ou.org. i I'll be happy to talk to you about any of the opportunities that are available to communities that are interested in participating um, and interested in showcasing in the long run as well.
0: Very good. I mean, you know, things things do get lost in the mail. Things, you know, may have gone to the wrong person. Somebody who was the president of the shul last year, he's not the president of the shul this year. You know, things right. things can happen. So it's it's good to give people that information.
1: Yeah, we um, try to be as flexible as we can.
0: Okay, what's the full name of the program again?
1: It's the OU's Jewish Home and Job Relocation Fair.
0: Wow. Okay. Long
1: well, name, but it's a great program. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's really excellent. Um, our guest is Hannah Farkas. She's a program associate for the OU's Department of Community Engagement here at the Orthodox Union. And uh, you're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Thursday, the 21st of February. My name is Mayor Fertig. It's uh, Tanis Esther. Tanis Esther is actually uh, pretty much over by now. It, we're ending, depending on exactly where you are. And uh, I thank you for tuning in. The Stunt Show, of course, is a uh, recurring feature on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thursdays at 6, hosted by a rotating cast of characters, and I do mean characters, Mark Zamek, Jordan B. Gorfinkel, Daniel Gordon, and myself, Mayor Fertig. And uh, we're certainly thrilled to have you here. Be sure to uh, stay tuned uh, through the evening. There's plenty more great programming coming up here on the Nachum Siegel Network. And you can uh, check out the entire schedule of upcoming programs uh, for tonight and for all week long on the Nachum Siegel Network. Go to nachumsegel.com, N-A-C-H-U-M. S-E-G-A-L dot com. And, of course, uh, tune in Monday to Friday morning to the flagship program on the network, JM and the AM, hosted by uh, your friend and mine, Nahum Siegel. And that's at 91.1 FM, 90.1 in the Catskills, 91.9 now in Rockland County. Uh, just yesterday, Nachum did uh, a big show from Rockland County introducing the new signal out there and the new radio station that's part of the chain that broadcasts JM and the AM every morning. Very exciting. Um, coming up a little bit uh, later, we'll um, fulfill our uh, Purim obligation. Of course, as you know, the, the obligations of Purim are Megillah, uh, Matanos are LaAvyonim, Mishloach Manod, and playing the Purim song from the Maccabees. So we'll we'll perform that fourth mitzvah coming up soon um, here at uh, on the stunt show. Uh, but as I said, our guest is Hannah Farkas. Hannah, if you have a couple of more minutes for us, I was wondering if you could tell us about some of the other things that the uh, office of department rather of community engagement of the Orthodox Union does. Sure.
1: Um, what we do is we provide programmatic support for communities in um, North America, mm-hmm. um, and we we try to provide uh, programs. Uh, such as parenting programs, marriage programs, and um, eating disorder awareness uh, programs as well. So uh, we have a bunch of different opportunities. They are all available on our website mm-hmm. at oucommunity.org.
0: oucommunity.org. I know you just did something with, uh, um, for parents. The yep. other the other night uh, with Dr. David Pelkovitz from Yeshiva University yep, and, and, Rabbi Weil. and Rabbi Weil, who's the executive vice president of the Orthodox Union, what was that program about?
1: That was on how to talk to your children about difficult topics, so um, abuse and uh, terrorism and things like that. It's sometimes it's not easy to communicate those types of issues to children, and um, Dr. Pelkovitz and Rabbi Weil really touched on the the things that you need to address with your children.
0: That's very interesting, uh, and I know there was a there was a singles of event uh, the other night something about uh, singles and digital media. What was that all about?
1: Yeah, um, every year we do a roundtable discussion for mm-hmm. singles. This one happened to have been on matching the medium to the message in the dating world. So whether or not it's um, it's okay to text somebody versus having an in person conversation, and when it is acceptable in the dating world.
0: Right. So that's that, that's a subject that's come up, you know, in the secular media as well in the secular world. So this was through a Jewish prism, I assume. Yeah um and as a matter of fact you can read more about this uh probably uh, the story has gone up already online at ou.org and uh that was written by my uh friend and colleague michael Orbach, uh who covered that for us and uh uh you could read his report online at ou.org if it's not up yet it will be shortly and uh you can you can watch for that anything else of uh of of note, of interest that you want to tell people about in terms of the work done by the Community uh, Engagement Department at the OU?
1: Sure. Um, One thing that we are really working on very closely, Mm -hmm. actually, with Rabbi Ephraim Epstein of uh, Cherry Hill, Mm -hmm. Sons of Israel, is we provide weekly tefillah tips to the communities that are interested. It's um, a tip that helps to highlight um, a different aspect of tefillah for um, right now we're doing Kabbalah Shabbos. It's mm-hmm. a really great program. And, um, a lot of people are using them in their announcements and newsletters for Schulz. So it just gives a more meaningful understanding of what you're saying every day, so.
0: So this is actual content being provided by your department that any shul is free to use. Exactly. And how can people get information about that?
1: They can go to our website, um, which is, again, Mm oucommunity.org, or you can give me a call. Um, My office number is 212-613-8351.
0: Okay. Repeat that one more time in case somebody's writing that down.
1: It's 212-613-8351.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much. Hannah, I appreciate it. Hannah Farkas has been our guest, program associate for the OU's Department of Community Engagement. And uh, you're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, coming up, as we promised, we'll fulfill the fourth mitzvah of Purim here at the Maccabees with the Purim song. <laughs> stand, stand for a tale so grand Shushan is the place where it all began The hidden miracle second-in-command, slay all the Jews with his wicked plan, a scheme so miserable. He chose a day
2: for the disaster. It's ironic what came after. He didn't know a girl named Esther would turn it upside down. So
0: I was pulling strings from behind the scenes She wore the royal crown Three days the Jews just prayed Three asked nice to rest her life went to save the day She took come on down The
2: streets were filled with celebration Everyone ate lamentation Jubilation for the nation
0: Maccabees with uh, the Purim song, as I said, the fourth mitzvah of Purim that we have now fulfilled, playing the uh, Purim song by the Maccabees. You're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Good uh, evening, everybody. My name is Mayor Fertig, and thank you so much for tuning in here at NSN, as we call it on the inside. Um, it's a, a recurring weekly program hosted by a rotating series of hosts, including Mark Zamek. Jordan B. Gorfinkel, Daniel Gordon, and myself. And, uh, again, thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure. Uh, my thanks to Hannah Farkas, our last guest. She was, uh, she's the program associate for the OU's Department of Community Engagement. And, uh, uh, that was, uh, certainly an interesting segment. I thought about, about the, uh, community fair that is coming up. There's a much longer name for it, but we'll go with that. It's coming up in April. And, uh, We'll uh, bring you some more information and remind you again in a while about how you can get in touch uh, with Hannah and her and her associates um, concerning signing up for that fair. So, again, this is The Stunt Show. This is uh, Thursday, the 21st of February, 2013. Tanis Esther, uh, more or less behind us now, and now we get to... Uh wait for Purim, because it's not for another two days. So uh, we'll, in the meantime, try to pass the time by getting some useful information about Pesach. Yes, that's correct. Um, You know, one of the most exciting things I've gotten to do uh, since I joined the uh, Orthodox Union uh, a month or so ago... Uh, was be involved in the final preparations to produce the annual Pesach guide, which is a monumental undertaking, I can assure you. Absolutely a huge project, and that will be uh, available uh, in print form in uh, just a couple of days, I suppose. You should start seeing it in the mail, and uh, it'll start being available. It is available right now online at uh, ou.org and uh, oukosher.org. And uh that is uh, something that you can uh, start to refer to as you start to make preparations for Pesach. Of course, with Purim upon us, <laughs> that uh, only means that Pesach is just next. So uh, the uh, OU Pesach guide is now available. If you'd like to order it, by the way, you can go online to ou.org slash jewish underscore action slash passover dash guide that is quite a mouthful of a URL but if you go to ou.org you'll be able to order copies of the uh, Pesach guide and you can specify uh, how many you need and where they should be shipped to your shul and so forth and uh and uh Malka Pearl in the office of communications will be happy to process that order and send those off to you um, but not only do we have uh, the Pesach guide online and in print but there is a uh I guess the second version now of an exciting new development in the uh in the list of uh passover uh technology aids, I guess you could call them. And uh, I'd like to welcome now to uh to The Stunt Show, my colleague, Mr. Gary Magder. He's the Director of Digital Media Marketing for the Orthodox Union. Gary, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for coming in to talk. I appreciate it. Um, You are uh, in charge of the OU website. Yep. And uh, among other things, you have uh, now overseen the second, I think, the second year of development. Is that right? It's actually the third year for the Kosher
3: app. Yeah, we we started three years ago, just uh, two weeks before... Passover, Mm -hmm. and we now have about eighteen thousand installed users. Wow! Between the iPhone and the Droid, we have two versions. Right,
0: two versions. And uh, how, how can people get the OU Passover? It's not just for Pesach. It's really the OU kosher app, right? The OU Kosher app
3: is Mm -hmm. for searching all kosher consumer products in the OU Kosher
0: database. Right, of which there are many, 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 many thousands. There are
3: about 300, we have about 300, close to 400,000 products in that database.
0: Wow, all available on your smartphone.
3: Yes, and they're all consumer products. And for each of those products, you can see the Passover status Mm -hmm. of those year-round. And um, you can also um, find out also the you know the um, other uh, supporting information: parve dairy, meat, etc. Right.
0: Uh, so that's that's for the regular consumer products and for for Pesach products. All products. Right. So, if, but if people are now this time of year are looking specifically for Kosher Pesach stuff, if somebody let's say goes to the supermarket, they can download this app, they can take it with them into the store, and just start start searching for things.
3: You can do a keyword search by mm-hmm. brand, anything that's in the name of that product, right, uh, is um, will display it in that search. We'll find it in that search.
0: Right. Is there any other functionality in this? I mean, it's basically it's primarily intended for search. The main
3: focus is a search, but we've mm-hmm. added a more sort of educational component this year. We have alerts. Right. We have newly certified products. We've also put in educational videos. Mm-hmm. We have FAQs that are split between the regular year-round and also Passover, and we also have a link to the general information line. Our... Webby Revi gets a lot of calls the Webby every Reby. day.
0: Tell me about that.
3: The it's a hotline. It's mm-hmm. a kosher hotline. You go to the app in the information section. There's a link that you click on, and it'll call the Webby Revi, and you mm-hmm. can ask him questions. Really? He's very busy. He's very busy. And uh, between uh, during Passover yeah. is uh, obviously the most um, the busiest time for right. all of us here.
0: How long does it take uh, to get an answer to a question on the, by the, from the webby rebbe? Uh that's a good question. Why I think
3: I, I think it, <laughs> I, think it <laughs> I think it all depends on on whether he uh, picks up and how many people he has hold on hold but right. oh, but you're but actually talking you to a live him, person. He, yes, it's a live person, a guy who's really tired.
0: <laughs> Cuz he's working basically 24/6.
3: 24/6. Yeah, that's just, right.
0: Well, do you have union problems with that? <laughs> we He,
3: he, he, uh, you know, some days he's uh, sweating a little bit, some days he looks a little unhappier than others, but... but, Does he um, ever
0: look well-rested, though?
3: No, he doesn't. He's always got a kind of mild, at least mild, frazzled look on his face.
0: Wow. Go figure one of the many <laughs> services from the uh, orthodox union's website o u dot org our guest is Gary magger director of digital media marketing at the orthodox Union he runs o u dot org and uh, the and uh, other internet and online properties I guess that was redundant but you got my meaning here at the orthodox Union uh, what are some of the other uh, what are some of the other interesting things that uh, have come up recently on o u dot org Gary that you could tell us about well we about uh
3: Four or five months ago, we added a new Mm -hmm. section called Life, Mm -hmm. and that includes content related to relationships, Israel, there's a lot of inspirational content on there, and all that content is part of our weekly newsletter, Shabbat Shalom, Mm -hmm. which is a kind of amalgam of all the content that the uh, Orthodox Union um, Develops. uh, develops internally. And there's a lot of content uh, that's related to um, Torah, Parsha of the week, etc. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, the, and there are new things coming up every day. Every
3: day we have um, uh, several new articles added to the website, and mm-hmm. again at the end of the week we we do a kind of um, um, roundup of all the featured stuff and. Um, uh, the Torah content that's been added that mm-hmm. week uh and, th- and that's Shabbat Shalom that's Shabbat Shalom right. we have about 60,000 um uh, subscribers really to that newsletter and um we've uh, been running that for uh I think about 10 years now
0: really 60,000 people every week get that that's right. So how, how can somebody who is not among those 62,000 yet sign up for Shabbat Shalom from the Orthodox Union? Uh, there should be a link on the home page of the website, mm-hmm. and uh,
3: that will bring you to a sign-up page for all of our newsletters. There are many, and uh, you can subscribe there.
0: Very good. Um, that's very good to know. Anything else that, uh, as long as we have the opportunity to talk about uh, OU.org uh, for a couple of minutes, anything else in particular that you would highlight? Well, I
3: would, again, I would say the Passover site mm-hmm. is um, uh, one of our uh, biggest times of year online. Right. And in addition to. And it's brand new for this year. It is brand new, yeah. We a- made a major, major revision right. to a- the page, and we've also added a virtual version of. Of the Passover guide. So you can mm-hmm. launch that uh, version of the guide in your browser and actually right. page through the uh, and search through the entire guide.
0: I'm doing that right now actually on my iPad as great. we speak. That's great. And it's uh, it's really beautiful. And I should point out also that it's not just the Pesach website that is brand new, but the entire oukosher.org uh, really is brand new. And it just went on, just went up, went live just a couple of days ago, really. That's right. Yeah, it's That was it's beautiful. last week. Thank you. Right. It's Thank really, you. really a nice job to, by you and your staff. Um, really, uh, really, very attractive looking.
3: Uh, so on OU Kosher, one of the major revisions was the mm-hmm. product search. Again, for those uh, who aren't on their phone or iPad, you can go to that website right. and search through that same list of products that are available on the uh, mobile applications.
0: So you know, in a, in a couple of weeks, no doubt, or maybe even sooner, uh, Nahum will have on a uh, representative of OU Kosher talking about Pesach products. It's an annual show; it's very exciting. But you know, this year people can actually get ahead of the curve and uh, and uh, know know just as much as the expert. This is the opportunity to be an expert.
3: First of all, I know who the expert is, and yeah. I can't uh, I can't say that
0: anyone will ever approach <laughs> his level of knowledge. Well, that's very kind of you. And, of course, it's true, but there's a little bit of radio hyperbole. You could play along. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to The Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Thursday, the 21st of February. It's Tannis Esther just behind us now. Uh, in most places, it should be over. Actually, depending on where you are, maybe not, but... Uh um, I believe so. Certainly here in the uh, New York Metro area. And uh, my name is Mayor Ferdig. I'm one of four uh, lucky individuals who get to host the stunt show on a rotating basis. The others being Mark Zamek, and Jordan B. Gorfinkel, and Daniel Gordon. And we're on the Nochum Siegel Network every Thursday at six on NahumSiegel.com or at jmtheam.org. And uh, it's one of many, many original shows that comes to you each week on the Nahum Siegel Network, beginning, of course, with JM and the AM every Monday through Friday morning, hosted by none other than Nahum Siegel, as well as uh, many other original shows uh, spearheaded by uh, General Manager Miriam L. Wallach on the Nahum Siegel Network. You can go to the website, com or jmtheam.org for the uh, full program guide. Um, it's frankly too lengthy for me to just rattle off off the top of my head, and uh, frankly too lengthy for me to rattle off even if I was holding the paper in my hand, which I'm not, um, because Kaninahara it really has grown. So go to the website and check that out. Um, our guest uh, is Gary Magder, and uh, he... ...is the gentleman who is behind the uh, Orthodox Union's website, titled the Director of Digital Media Marketing at the OU. We've been talking about the, uh, the OU Pesach Guide online, and uh, as well as the uh, OU Kosher and OU Passover websites, and the new Kosher, OU Kosher app that's uh, out for the iPhone, and uh, momentarily, as of our conversation at this moment, for the Android as well, right? That's right. It, that's going to be released tomorrow. Well, t- today's Thursday, and so really, it was released today, right? It was released today Excellent. in the uh, Google Play Store. Right, so you can either go to uh, to the iTunes Store, is that right, for the iPhone app? Correct. And, or for the uh, Google, what's it called, the Google Google Pl- Play Google store. Play Store? See, as an Apple person, I just didn't even know that. That most people don't. You see, this entire hour has now been worthwhile for me. For that one, for that one, for bit that of one information.
3: piece of information. Okay, well, so that's yeah. There are there are two kinds of people in this world. Yeah, there are Apple people right. and there are Droid people. Right,
0: and uh, they
3: don't um,
0: meet. So why do you suppose that Droid people and 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 PC people are so have so much antipathy? To, we're getting far afield here. So much antipathy toward Apple products. I mean, I mean, it's like asking you what's the meaning of life. I
3: think it. I think it's more akin to the uh, arguments around politics and religion. The third the third um, argument now right. is Droid and Apple. And if you walk around the IT department of the Orthodox Union, you'll find <laughs> uh, a, a few people
0: willing to take up that argument. That is true. People are very passionate about it. I have discovered that. <laughs> thank you very much, Gary Magner, Director of Digital Media Marketing at the Orthodox Union. You're listening to the Stunt Show. It's uh, about 36 minutes past the hour. My name is Mayor Ferding and thank you for tuning in. Let's continue with some music. Uh, this is Al-Hanisin, the traditional version. Uh, here on the Stunt Show.
2: Al-Hanisim, 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 Al-Hanisim. I'll let you a just I am a I'll I'll have I'll have Manazel, I be
0: Listening to the Stunt Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, good evening, everybody. My name is Mayor Fertig. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for staying with us uh, through the hour here on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Thursday, the 21st of February. Tana Esther behind us now. Now we have a couple of days to wait until Purim. Uh, but we will uh, hopefully fill the time usefully. Uh, I wanted to recap something that I mentioned earlier. Actually, two things. We have a guest on the phone who I'll introduce to you in just a moment. But uh, I just wanted to tell you earlier we spoke to Hannah Farkas from OU's, the OU's Department of Community Engagement. And uh, we discussed the uh, upcoming 4th Annual Jewish Communities Home and Job Relocation Fair that is taking place on April twenty first, 2013. I promised to repeat for you uh, the contact information to get in touch with Hannah and find out how your community 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 can participate. So you can reach Hannah at the Department of Community Engagement at the OU. Uh, Email Hannah, H A N N A H F, at OU.org. That's H A N N A H F at OU.org. Or you can call 212 613 8351, 212 613 8351, for information about the OU's fourth Jewish Communities Home and Job Relocation Fair. Something else we mentioned earlier in the show was uh, the the blog posting from the chief rabbi of the state of Nebraska. His name is Rabbi Jonathan Gross. He's the uh, rabbi of the Beth Israel Synagogue in Omaha, Nebraska. And Rabbi Gross joins us now live on the phone. How are you?
4: Hey, man. How are you doing? Good.
0: Good, thank you. Thanks so much for taking some time. It's a pleasure. Um, I told people earlier they'd heard your name last year because you were the guy who sold your chametz to Warren Buffett. That's right. And and that must have been quite an experience. In case anybody hasn't heard about that, just real quick, tell us about that.
4: So uh, I, I'm the rabbi in Omaha, of course, and uh, Warren Buffett is, uh, is well, you know, one of our citizens here. And as uh, I'm sure people know about him, he, he, Warren Buffett is uh, he's really just an exceptional person, a, a nice man, and um, and he prides himself on being one of the people. And uh, I wrote him a letter um, last year. And I told him that uh, Pesach was coming up, and I thought that there's something he might be interested in, in that uh, there's a ban on eating hummus for Jewish people, uh, which means that we're desperate to get rid of our hummus leading up to Pesach, so the price is very low. And <laughs> after eight days without cookies and cakes and pizza and pasta and all those things, we're craving it, so the price all of a sudden jumps very high. So it's a great uh, arbitrage opportunity for him to buy low, sell high. And uh, you know, and I I'd like. Uh, I want to know if he's interested in the deal. And uh, I'm sure he did his homework and he, he liked it. So he gave me a call, and uh, uh, which was really thrilling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, and he, he said, when can you come in? Or, or, uh, so I said, uh, I said it's according to your schedule, or whatever you want. Because in truth, I never really intended to sell him. The, I I thought about the possibility of selling him the plummet. but Then I said, I mean, what if he has to travel or something, and I can't find him after Pesach. Right. You know, what I mean, so uh, so really, what my, my intention was to just use it as a publicity stunt to uh, to raise awareness for our uh, pre-Pesach food drive. So uh, so I told him we could do it whenever you want. So we did it a couple weeks before Pesach. I went in and I explained to him the deal, and uh, and I, I told him that basically uh, what what we're going to do is that he's going to buy. The hummus that we had collected for the food drive, and then rather than purchase it back from him, uh, we were going to—he was—I was, ju- was going to ask him for donation of that food that he purchased to the local food bank. Right. So, uh, who we have a relationship with. So, so I, I actually financed the deal. I lent him two dollars, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I gave him. I used these. You know, I used uh, these. Um, it's uh, half dollars that I use for all our uh, you know halakhic sales. Right. So I sold it to him for two dollars, and after the deal, he said to me, "Next year I'm going to get it for you for a dollar You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I,
2: he's
4: he's very funny. He's uh, he's a witty guy. He's a laugh minute and uh, and uh, he's just so nice. He, I, I mean, you really it's true about it. everything they say about him. When you with him, you feel like he's just one of the guys, and. Uh, and he's kind of awestruck, you know, just new Warren.
0: Right, and, one of the uh, most successful people in the United States.
4: Right, I mean, he's yeah, exactly. But he um, so anyway, so he uh, yeah, he liked it. So this year we were coming up on Pesach again, so I figured, you know what, I'll call him again. And uh, I called directly this time, and then uh, I got a secretary, and so she said, you know, I said, you know, it's Warren, is he there? I want to talk about. Possibly uh, meeting him again this year for the Jewish holidays, Right. And, uh, and he was there, and he was interested. So, <laughs> so once again, he said, where can you come in? So I said, uh, I don't know, and it was before Purim. So I figured we'd do something a little bit different this year. And what's that? And uh, so this year, instead of us, uh, well, we told him to come it's also, just uh, for all time's sake. right? But, um, but we uh, this year, um, uh, we came up with the idea to uh, to give him a my manot. And the idea was that, uh, the Rambam says how people should really be conscious to, uh, to emphasize Matanot right. Lavionim over Mishloch Manot. Right. And we wanted to, we wanted to, you know, just make a kind of a, kind of a statement that we should keep our focus on that and how that's important. So we, uh, the idea was to give Warren Buffett, we gave him a small Mishloch Manot, and then we made up a large one that was all of the items from the uh, food pantry's most uh, needed item,
0: the the general community food pantry.
4: Correct. Yeah, exactly. We we, we partner with them uh, throughout the year, actually, for right. a whole bunch of different things. So I had the head of the food pantry, Tom, who they're a large recipient of uh, of the uh, Howard Buffett Fund, which is uh, the fund that Warren Buffett set up for his, uh, the name of his father. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they came and uh, and I I gave the moshloff out to to Warren, and then he passed it on to that of the food pantry, and the idea was that, um, you know, a lot of food goes to waste time, and we should think about, when we give them a nose we could make them uh, with items that the food pantry could actually use, and rather than throw it all out before Pesach, we could actually, uh, you know, we could give it to somebody who needs it. And uh, the other thing was, we, we gave him a small one that were, this is actually really interesting. Right. I gave him a small one with items that I thought would, would, uh, would appeal to him. So I gave him, you know, he's famous for loving Coke, and he owns about 20% of Coca-Cola.
2: Right. So I gave
4: him, we had Coke, and we gave him Steve's Candy, which was one of his early subsidiaries that is actually one of the most profitable investments he's ever made, I think. Right. And uh, and we, uh, so that was for him. With the food pantry one, we gave him, among other items, we gave him a, a can of Heinz beans. And I, <laughs> I pointed out... And um, my wife, before we, we did it, I said, you know, I should show him the OU.
2: Right. Because
4: I believe this is the first item with the OU. We should take a picture with him looking at the can of Heinz beans, Right. And when we got there, I just didn't think to do it. And then he bought Heinz the next day.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was in the New York Times. I saw it the next morning.
4: Now he's probably pretty happy that we didn't do that because there's all kinds of allegations about insider trading. So, if there was a picture
0: all over the internet about me showing him a can of Hines the day before. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> see, everything is by Everything right, works out exactly. the way it's supposed to. That's very funny.
4: Anyway, yeah, so that's the whole story.
0: That's uh, that's really very interesting. And, of course, you're encouraging people in communities across the country to uh, follow a certain example that you've set.
4: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, uh, you know, I mean, Warren Buffett himself joked when I explained to him about uh, Purim. And, uh, I said we have this, uh, this nipsa to give to the poor. So he said, I hope I don't qualify. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I he, you know, the point I think that he was emphasizing, which I think is interesting, is that, you know, when we give the shlokhwana to each other, it's very nice. And, uh, as Ramak says, it's important, but we should, we should make sure that we never lose focus on Purim, that our resources should go to the right places. And, uh, the Kumara says that the, you know, the Aenean would look to the Megillah that around firm time was the time that they knew that people were going to be generous, and uh, we should, you know, a lot of us don't live in places where we, you know, we see a preponderance of Aenean, but, but we should We should know that they're out there, and uh, we should think about them on firm.
0: Right, and not only that, I'm, I'm certain that uh, you and, and every other community, Rabbi, knows where those pockets of poverty I guess you can call them where, where the money is in fact needed even if it's not uh, cosmetically obvious to everybody Correct So uh, we'll, exactly right. we'll, we should all keep that in mind Rabbi Jonathan Gross thank you so much for joining us the Rabbi of the Beth Thanks Israel you Rabbi of the Beth Israel synagogue in Omaha, Nebraska, he is uh, the author of the Rabbi in the Middle of America blog, Jewish stuff from the chief rabbi of the state of Nebraska, and that is Rabbi Jonathan Gross. This is the stunt show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Fertig. Thank you so much for, st- for spending some time with us this evening, and uh, for spending any time that you have on the Nachum Siegel Network, which is uh, chock full of original programming uh, throughout the week here at uh, nachumsegel.com. Uh, There's just so much of that. And uh, go to NachumSiegel.com and you can check out the entire program schedule. Uh, There is really an amazing amount of original programming designed to appeal to all sorts of people and all sorts of interests. And it all stems, of course, from our flagship program, The Big Show, JM and the AM, the Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on 91.1 FM, 90.1 in the Catskills, and 91.9 in Rockland County every Monday through Friday morning. Uh, from six a m to nine a m hosted by the one and only nachum siegel and that is uh that is of course the flagship program so uh we are just about out of time here on this uh on this uh thursday the twenty first of february two thousand thirteen tanis esther and uh we'll close out with one short number and uh that really is uh actually the uh Koachai's Migdol, I guess the Migdol Jam Session is what they call it, one of my favorite little bits of music from Koachai, and uh, that's what you're hearing. And uh, we'll say goodbye to that. My thanks, my great thanks to our engineer, Dan Jesselson, who has uh, done amazing work, uh, as he always does here at the Orthodox Union, and he's done amazing work today pulling this program together uh, for us. My thanks to Hannah Farkas, the uh, program associate for the uh, OU's Department of Community Engagement. My thanks to Gary Magner, who runs OU.org, who was our guest earlier as well. And uh, my thanks to you for listening. It uh, has been a pleasure to be here. Be sure to tune in next week this time for another edition of The Stunt Show. And until then have a uh, great week and a frivolous and poor everybody my name is mayor ferdig and have a great night